I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a show that perfectly balances serious crimes and character reveals with some legitimately laugh-out-loud antics, which it's managed to pull off from its first episode all the way to its current seventh season, with the eighth incoming. This constant blend of comedy and drama means that you're usually pretty deeply engrossed in either the episode's jokes or its ongoing mystery, meaning that it's really, really easy to not spot things. This is doubly true when you learn that the production team involved in making Brooklyn Nine-Nine seemingly constantly hid small details, gags and nods to earlier episodes everywhere they possibly can. I am Kirsten from What Culture, and these are 10 small details you only learn from re-watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Number 10, Terry Skyping with his twins. One of the best things about Brooklyn Nine-Nine is that the characters within it are all fully fleshed out, with storylines and character development so nuanced that it's clear they were planned seasons beforehand. This is evident from the pilot episode. While we learn here in dialogue that Terry has twins, you also get a glimpse of the golden-hearted father's parenting style, as we see him Skyping with his girls halfway through the episode. The show never hesitates to show Terry as a good father, whether he's painstakingly building his kids a toy castle that takes hours to put together, or making sure his job as a police officer doesn't come before his role as a dad. It's a well-known fact that Sergeant Jeffords is a man who cares, but the full extent is something that is shown just as much in backgrounds as it is in the main plots of the show. Number 9. The Binders Despite the fact that Captain Holt is a man who paints rocks for fun, he still manages to be one of the most healthy representations of a gay man that has possibly ever graced television. And while his sexuality is not his defining trait, the show also doesn't shy away from exploring how being a gay black cop in the 80s greatly affected his life and career. This is why the rainbow-coloured binders behind Holt in his office aren't a huge plot twist, but rather a cherry on top of the televised cake. It's not revealing some great secret, after all, Holt tells us that he has a husband in the very first episode of the show, but it does reveal a sense of pride that is warming to see. It's also worth note that Gina is also shown with these binders before we learn that she's bisexual. Again, this also isn't a groundbreaking revelation, but rather a reveal that fleshes out one of the characters a little bit more, while also providing some much appreciated representation. Number 8. Holt Loves Tan In yet another lovable moment where the show producers paid particular attention to the whimsy of Holt, Season 3, Episode 18, also known as Cheddar, sees the captain carrying his luggage in the airport, which is all a likely fairly hard to buy tan colour. 
While this may not immediately seem like a glorious moment, it is especially funny to anyone getting in their comedy binge. As the episode before, Captain Holt mentions that his favourite colour is tan. The moment appears like many of the jokes revolving around the uber serious individual, where it isn't clear if Holt is actively messing with everyone, or whether he's being serious about his love of generally boring concepts. It's a small detail, but one that fleshes out the characters and makes the world feel all the more real. After all, now we know that Captain likes the colour tan enough that he spent possibly a large amount of time hunting down suitcases in this elusive colour. And while it's probably better we didn't witness that boar fest, it's nice to know it happened all the same. Number 7. Boyle gives whoever he sleeps with a dehydrator. The fact that Boyle is given back his food dehydrator by Vivian Ludley when the two break up is not all that surprising, as weird as that may sound. Given the pair's relationship came to fruition because of their shared love and knowledge of food, especially strange foods, it's perfectly logical that Charles lent his paramour a piece of cooking tech. However, later episodes of the show imply that this gift was not down to their shared love of cuisine, but rather that Charles lends his dehydrator to whoever he happens to be boning at that given time, which is way, way weirder. This is because in the next season, after Gina and Charles end their casual relationship, Gina hands him a dehydrator. While she's a woman of many talents, we've never especially seen Gina show a love of cooking or making any kind of food, and so it seems as though this is instead a surreal ritual that our boy Boyle goes through when he's trying to woo someone. It's weird, but it's also entirely believable, as we've definitely, definitely seen Ball do weirder things for the sake of love on the show's course. Number 6. Kevin Takes Terry's portrait of Captain Holt. Although Terry's beautiful oil painting rendition of Captain Holt is something to behold, it also takes place in the fourth ever episode of the show, meaning you quickly forget about it amongst ever-evolving relationships, tense court trials, and Jake going to jail that one time. But the creators of the show never forgot about this beautiful prop because it appears again in the show. This tasteful portrait appears in Holt's husband Kevin's office, placed delicately in the background for you to notice. It's an especially nice detail because Holt explicitly states that he's taken the painting home for his husband, meaning its secondary appearance shows that Kevin liked it so much he decided to take it to work. This is probably one of the more obvious hidden details of the series as it's a huge vibrant art piece, but many may have still missed the connection given these two episodes aren't direct next to each other. Number 5. Captain Stentley Leaves His Bongos Captain Stentley was just about the perfect antithesis to Holt, an overly laid-back, continually confused and ineffectual leader. He started off basically unwilling to tell his officers what to do, and then, when this was brought up to him, became entirely too hard on them instead. Also, he played the bongos a lot, which in a work environment is basically a cardinal sin. But when Stentley left his position as captain in episode 9 of season 4, he left a part of him behind, or rather a thing associated with him very closely, as we see later that the bongos he was so often playing remained behind in the office. It's profoundly unclear why Holt allowed them to stick around instead of dunking them in the trash, as you'd expect he would the minute he saw them. But that isn't the case, as they remain on the shelves, meaning that we get one last symbolic reminder of that time in the instrument's continued existence. Number 4. Hitchcock and Scully's Filing System It goes without saying that Scully and Hitchcock are some of the laziest characters in comedy history. They have a nap room hidden away in the precinct, they have snacks hidden everywhere, and they rarely get out of their well-worn work chairs. 
This leads to a beautiful background gag during episode 12 of season 4. If you focus on the background, the pair can be seen passing paperwork to each other via long-armed grabber sticks, which they use to awkwardly move things between them. Since Hitchcock and Scully literally sit opposite each other, this appears exactly as awkward as you'd imagine, and exactly as hilarious as you'd expect from the series. Since they're more often than not relegated to the background of both plots and episodes, it's nice to know that the pair can still provide laugh out loud moments even when they barely feature in an episode. Really, it's a testament to both the level of detail in the script and the comedy chops of the desk-bound duo. Number 3. Captain Holt really only has two sleeping positions. Kinda. One of the most routine ways the show messes with you is via the team's comedic but stoic captain. He's such an unusual figure, hating food's flavour and loving almost pedantic neatness, that he can be actively messing with his detectives and you don't even realise he's joking until he's set. A prime example of this comes in a joke that is split between two seasons. In episode 15 of season 4, Holt mentions, during the various strange pieces of advice he gives to Amy, that there are only two acceptable sleeping positions – on back, toes up, arms crossed, or back, toes up, arms at the side. While this sounds patently ridiculous because sleeping on your side is a gift that you should never squander for even the briefest of moments, it turns out that this is actually something the good captain totally believes. We know this because we see so a season later when the ninth episode shows us Holt snoozing away. Lo and behold, he's in one of these positions, so long as you count his hands being interlinked as being crossed. Number two, Hitchcock and Scully are bad at coordinating Halloween outfits. Possibly the best joke involving Scully and Hitchcock the office's impressive lazy duo, who managed to be weird enough to make the rest of the cast look normal, is a joke that is actually really easy to miss the first time around. This is because it takes place in a Halloween episode, which the show has routinely be the place for epic heists, as the precinct compete against one another with increasingly elaborate plans to steal various trophies from one another. And so when the third Halloween episode comes around, you're more excited to find out how they'll up the stakes for this round than anything else. So much so that you miss Scully and Hitchcock's matching Halloween costumes, which look as though they should have been the matching couple outfit of ketchup and mustard. Instead, the pair have somehow managed to get two mustard outfits and don't appear to have realised that this isn't quite right. It's possibly a perfect way to define the pair without them saying a single word, and one of the funniest jokes to exist in the background for one of the show's cold opens. Number 1. There are Soviet military badges in the office as has been pointed out by some eagle-eyed and history-savvy internet legends, the 99's office is not as accurate to real life as it appears on the first glance. This is best shown by the fact that the precinct has badges that, while police-esque at a passing glance, are actually from the Soviet era. This collection includes the badges commonly put on the Russian side hats, known as the Pilotka, the emblem placed on officer caps, a Ushanka cap badge, and the anchor worn by members of the Soviet Navy. The common theory is that these were merely props that the studio had a healthy stock of, likely because of the considerable amount of war films and shows over the years, meaning that when set designers went searching, they found and used them because they were in surplus. However, it's just as likely that said designers placed this in merely as another fun surprise for anyone re-watching the series for the umpteenth time. Either way, it's interesting to see this little detail in full form, be you a history buff or not. Hold up, what was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.